Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another incredible Real Film Nerds episode, podcast, whatever you want to say. I think we're on podcast 282. Mike, did you look at the website? Probably not. Do you know that we have a website, Mike? I do know we have a website. No, I didn't look at it. I think it's 282. Okay. Okay, good. Because, yeah, I there, I do lots of things on the website. I don't even look at the traffic because if our numbers reflect our website traffic, it will just make me sad. And I don't need that. I'm having a wonderful day as it is. So, anyways, Mike, how is your day going? Uh, my day was okay. You know, it was, it was kind of warm today. So, you know, whatever. It was kind of warm. Okay. Well, it is uh, humid like a mofo here because it's raining every day. Wow, you guys are getting some rain. Is it is it monsoony time? Yeah, it's hell. It's the apocalypse. It's humid. It's like sixty percent humidity. It just won't stop raining. Everything's wet. Everything's moist. Everything's washing away. There's so much blood. Whoa, the man! Like, are we talking about the movie that we just reviewed, or are we talking about just a normal rainy day? No, no. It's like nope. It's raining blood. See, that was a missed opportunity in that freaking movie. When it was raining blood on the house, Slayer, right there. You can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just right when it starts, like, you know, you have the opening. Oh, dude, missed opportunity. Damn it, Uh, Jordan Peele. That's it. I'm bringing it down to a four. uh, That's funny. Okay, all right, Mike. So this week was your pick. You didn't want to leave the house because uh, you don't like to leave the house. You like to stay at home. You don't like to see the outdoors. Is that about sum it up? Well, I didn't see anything really exciting coming to the theater, so I just chose this. This looked like it was interesting. I know Netflix spent a, spent a bunch of money on it, so I wanted to see what it was like. Okay, Mike, so... For Real Film Nerds Podcast episode number 282, we're talking about the Netflix original, The Gray Man, directed by the Russos, starring Marvel Cinematic Universe Peoples. Mike, go ahead, name all that stuff in your rundown. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, So The Gray Man uh, was uh, directed by Anthony and uh, Joe Russo. It was... uh, Written by uh, Joe Russo, Christopher Marcus, Stephen McFeely, and Mark Greenley. And it is starring Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. And this movie is about when a CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head setting off a global manhunt by international assassins okay sounds good you're on a roll go for it all right matt so uh there was some there was some stuff in this movie i liked there was some stuff i didn't like I guess to just give a quick rundown, it was it was kind of like a Born Identity movie that meets uh, John Wick, but uh, 
just didn't quite flow well. And I didn't, I don't know, I, I, I didn't really like the way that uh, the sixth character portrayed, I guess, it was portrayed like the whole entire time. If that makes sense. I'll, I'll explain more in a minute, man. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'll be simple. I'll be kind. I was bored. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, Matt, uh, so there was some drone footage in here, but I feel like they kind of overdid it on some stuff. W- what do you think? So you remember the other, I believe it was a Netflix original. No, it wasn't Netflix original. Ambulance. Am- Ambulance. That yeah. was uh, Paramount Bay Bang. Plus, right? Uh, that was a Bay Bang, man. Yeah, I know. But wasn't it Paramount? Uh, yeah, I think it was Paramount. Yeah, I think it was Paramount. It came out in the theaters. So that was a really good use of the high-speed racing drone camera footage. It made sense when they used it. They used it at certain times to help the dramatic effect. I agree with you on this one. It was more like they used it to just be like, hey, look, this is cool. Like There was a couple scenes where it really helped and helped add to the drama, but there was a lot where I'm just like, why? Because he can? Like, why? Yeah, that's what I felt was happening. Like, yeah, there was a couple, I think the first couple times I saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. But then it was like, oh, we could do it here, we could do it here, and they just kept doing it. I'm like, mm, just it seemed like it was just too much. It just there was a lot of things I was just kind of bored with. Uh, the, the story was okay. I don't think the story was terrible. It's just a really long movie that never ended. It just there was like three or four different areas where it could have really ended. I one of the things I liked was. Um, Chris Evans as the villain. I thought that was nice, but there were parts where he he was the villain and it worked really, really well. And there were parts where he was the villain and it kind of fell flat. Okay. Yeah. I, I like seeing him as a villain as well, but to me, I really felt like Ryan Gosling's sick, six character was just, he was just too cold, man. He was just like, as like, uh, um, I don't know, machine-like. Cause do, you, do you think that's just Ryan Gosling? Because a lot of his roles, that's what he's done. Think about it. Blade Runner. Um, That one, Um, oh, hell. The Notebook? I, no, no, no. God. <laughs> I wanted to see if you if you said yes on that one. All right, continue. Uh, Drive. That's the other oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 Drive. Drive and Blade Runner 2049, two of his more popular movies next to The Notebook, and La La Land are oh, yeah. um, two films where he's very uh, subdued and robotic-like. I don't know if he was tapping into that for this. Um, do you remember The Nice Guys? Yes. That's another one where he kind of – he was a little bit more – uh, open and cop-like and not as robotic, but again, he still was robotic. Maybe it's just his acting is just not super wonderful. Yeah, so I have two theories on this, Matt. I think maybe some stuff got cut out and then uh, probably the more uh, reasonable explanation is maybe he's just not 
as good at doing certain roles, and this wasn't a good role for him. But another movie, Matt, I'll reference, which is an awesome movie, was uh, Man on Fire. And, Very good movie. Yeah. The the bond between the uh, Denzel Washington's character and the little girl was very heartfelt and like you saw like breaking down the walls and stuff. And this movie, I didn't really believe that they, I mean, they got to know each other, but they didn't really seem like they were friends that much. I don't know. Um, I think the, the girl part was almost an afterthought for the Russos and how they planned it out. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get into too many spoilers since we're not really at that part yet, but there's a whole scene where they jump back and explain the relationship. Why not just do like in Man on Fire, great reference, Mike, and just tell us it chronologically instead of doing a flashback? That might have made it seem a little bit more genuine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, Matt, you're right. I don't want to get spoilers, so I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, Matt, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? (sighs) Mike, I'm just drinking what I got in the fridge, a nice cheap beer since I'm not going to be selling houses forever because... uh, you know, the Fed likes to raise their interest rates every other week. So, Mike, I'm drinking a Miller High Life, the Champagne of beers. Nice, Matt. I like it. When when the market was good, you drink Miller High Life. When the market's bad, you drink Miller High Life. I think you just like drinking Miller High Life. Dude, it's one of the few beers where I can still get 12 of them for less than $10. Oh, man, you're not kidding. That's crazy. Anyway, um... I am drinking one of them newfangled fancy IPAs, uh, Sierra Nevada Torpedo IPA. Well, Mike, not all of us are independently wealthy like you. They get to go on seven vacations a year before the month of August. But, you know, someone has to live that life. I'm not hating. I'm not shaming. But, you know, private helicopters, private jets, I know how you roll, Mike. You're a big baller. You know, you always say, oh, no, I'm not important. I don't do this. No, Mike, I, I truly believe you're a member of this organization and your number is 69. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Matt. And uh, no, 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 no. You know I drive myself to the private airport. I mean, come on. The chauffeur might be in the back then. <laughs> Uh, all right. Or, or um, you're driving there in your, in your, uh, McLaren. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, Mike. So should I ask it? I know you're itching, you were already laughing about it when we were pre-recording. Mike, go ahead. What is this amazing dad joke that you just were sitting there looking up laughing? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh though. Dad jokes. Okay, man. I think you're going to like this one. Why did the dolphin get a degree in marine biology? Uh, so it could go porpoising? To find its porpoise in life. Very close, oh, I was close. <laughs> I was close. It's porpoise in life. Oh, yeah. See, that's why you were laughing so hard about it, because it's marine biology, it's dolphins, and porpoising 
all of your three favorite hobbies, Mike. For real, man. For real. So, do you even remember how to scuba dive anymore? Dude, it's it's just only been a little while. It's just been since the kids and pandemic and stuff. So, it's only been like two years. It's fine. Well, see, you say it's been two years, but we all know the truth. You know, 0069. Mm-hmm. Water demolitions. We know. We know. You, did, you went to Bud's training. <laughs> Basic underwater demolition school? No. <laughs> see? He even knows the acronym, people. I don't know how much more proof I need to prove that Mike is a member of the CIA or the Black Ops or something. I, I just, I don't know how much more I need to prove. Do I need to post a picture of you and your six pack that looks just like Chris Evan? <laughs> yeah, I want to see how good your photoshopping is. Oh, dude, I just take your head and put it on Chris Evan's body. I know. I just want to see how well that looks. <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing. It would be so good you wouldn't even know. Uh, okay, so speaking of Captain America, Mike, <laughs> there's a nice segue. How does the Gray Man relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, uh, so, of course, Chris Evans uh, plays Captain America in lots of Marvel Cinematic movies, uh, and then also Anthony and Joe Russo, the Russo brothers, directed several of those movies, so this has kind of got Marvel Cinematic Universe all over the place, but um, that made it a little easier for me this time, but, you know, the next movie review will probably be some independent movie that was made with like four people so i take it easy when i can dude it's my pick so you'll find out real quick mike you'll find out real quick all right we got a few more minutes left in the podcast and then you'll find out is that okay yeah that sounds good okay so i got a question mike okay now that we're in the spoiler section this is probably going to be really bad and really sad but i'm going to ask it anyways Do you think the Russo brothers are going to change their gender too, like the Matrix people did? Oh, geez. No, man. (laughs) Why would you even ask that? That was so weird anyway for the Matrix brothers. Dude. Sisters. It was so weird, man. So weird. I'm just like, it's another brother duo that made kick-ass films for a while. Now they're on the back nine. They're stinking it up. Maybe they change it up and draw some, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe that's what they're going to do, too. Although, maybe they'll become dolphins. I don't know, man. Like, so this movie had all the makings of being a good movie. It just didn't come together well. I don't know how else to put it. Like, it it seems like it could have been better, but it just wasn't. The action was good. I, I like the analogy you used earlier of, you know, John Wick. I mean, it's very action-filled, which is great. It's very over-the-top, not realistic action whatsoever. John Wick is very realistic, though. That's the big difference there. Um, you've got a, a big bad guy that's funny and ruthless and sinister. Um, I really liked Chris Evans as the villain overall. But I think when he shined as a villain was the shit where he would lo- lose his mind. Like, 
we're in spoilers, so I can say it. But towards the end, when they're on the compound trying to rescue the little girl, and those he comes upon the two guys that are killed, and they're lying in the in the hallway, and he kicks them and shoots them because he's so mad that they just got overwhelmed and killed so easily. I think that's like a good example of Chris Evans as a great villain right there. I wanted more of that, you know? Uh, I liked how he was calm, cool, and collected most of the time, but just starting to get ruffled. And, and uh, yeah, that was towards the end there. And um, I, I thought he was fun as a as a bad guy. So I really liked his performance, but I just, the, the bond that we're supposed to have with the, the girl and six just wasn't really there. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Did you, did you feel any, like, I, I didn't see like, besides him knowing her and knowing that she existed and like having, I guess, worked with her for a little bit, other than that it just didn't seem like it just seemed like a job to him like he didn't i mean i guess he winked at her said it was just a thursday or something like that honestly the bond between her uncle played by billy bob thornton and her the um uh claire yeah claire that was her name character name um that bond was a lot more real to me than the bond between Six and Claire. I mean, I know there was a bond there, but it was more of protector, protectee. It wasn't even like friend bond. It wasn't even like close relative bond. It wasn't good friend bond. It was just like, yeah, I work for your uncle and I'm a badass. It wasn't, in my opinion, it didn't feel like any more than that. Yeah, and I feel like that's where the movie could have fixed that. Yeah, you're right, Matt. It could have been better if it was not a flashback but you know or introduce her in the movie a lot sooner a lot yeah and why not give us a little bit more about ryan gosling's character six i mean it starts out with him being recruited right off the bat and then bang you jump 20 years you know why not tell us what training and everything he had to go through to become this badass like he had a level of being a badass just because he was in prison but show us some of the training, show us some of the efforts, some of the sacrifices he made and use that to introduce Claire, you know, oh, she's hanging around her uncle during the training. And, you know, there's just little things. I mean, it could have been a lot better. It's was really long and drawn out, especially that first half. And I don't think it really went anywhere during the first half either. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was, there was a, there was a part you know, like you said, where it's like he just jumps to 20 years and I guess he's an awesome guy. But uh, we didn't even really find out why he was in jail until like towards the end. And then that didn't make any sense. If he killed his dad in like self-defense of his brother, why is he in jail? Like, it's just dumb. Yeah, explain it to us why they decided to throw the book at him and give him life in prison for killing his father. Was it not in self-defense? Did the jury, was the jury that cruel that they convicted a teenager to spend life in prison? Like, you know, give us a little bit more backstory there. There's a lot of missed opportunities in here. Um, One of my favorite action scenes in the whole film was the very first one in Bangkok. 
I think that oh, was yeah, one that... of the best action scenes in the whole film. And yeah, it was cool. It felt almost like it was wasted because it was the first one. I wanted more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, Matt, I didn't like some of the editing with like the speed up, slow down, and like I, there was a there's at least one fight scene where I could not figure out what the heck was happening. Yeah, well, that's editing, and then also the really tight camera shots. I mean, it just. I don't want to say it felt like a Russo film because it really didn't. It just felt like a mediocre action film at best. Yeah, I'm not sure if stuff just got cut on the editing floor or I, I don't know, man. I feel like something was missing there. Maybe, but dude, the movie was two hours long. Maybe they just cut the wrong stuff. Yeah, like maybe they just focused on the action and like c- cut some of those key story plot line things, you know, like even John Wick, who's like an amazing badass. You could see like you got a chance to know he was like a good guy and it's partly because of the way they told that story. Like he was very honorable and then, you know, they went and killed his dog, dude. You don't like, kill a man's dog. You just don't. Especially the dog that he was given by his dying wife like like that was a good compelling story that was enough that was all we needed i just it's hard to compare john wick to this because john wick is just so much better uh the third one hold on we've had three right yes yes the third one is probably the the weakest out of the three as far as storytelling but action wise it's probably the best so, but we're not here to talk about John Wick, but I'm I'm just saying in the first John Wick and the second John Wick, you get a lot of story development. You get a lot of knowing who this guy is, what's going on. It doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel boring. It doesn't feel drawn out. This is the exact opposite, in my opinion. I, I, think, I think they should have sat down and done a little bit more editing and f- more refining of the story before they started filming or something. I don't know, because this is based on a book. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm positive the book has more than than what we saw. I I guarantee it, but I think just what they chose to do as script writers wasn't super successful, which is sad because look how successful they've been with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, I wonder if that's because they had probably carte blanche with this being Netflix, and with Marvel, they had an overseer at Disney maybe that overseer helped rein in and keep everything online. I don't know. Matt, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, it, it just didn't have that certain thing. Like, I mean, I know the budget was there, you know, the chase scenes were, you know, kind of cool. Like in, uh, the, the one scene that I thought was kind of a waste really was the scene where he's like handcuffed in the middle of like the square and there's like all these people like that could have been cooler it just seemed like it was i don't know it just seemed like it was spending money to spend money there well that and that whole scene it was literally just a whole bunch of bad guys annihilating cops every single time they showed up and it didn't do anything to advance the story at all it just was kind of there. It's like, oh, look, I guess it kind of did because you get to see how Six literally takes out three whole teams of guys, 
but it wasn't in that scene. It was part of that scene, part of the chase, part of, you know, from then on for the rest of the movie. Not the rest of the movie, but the next five, ten minutes, whatever, of the movie, where he wipes out all three of these highly trained, badass assassin hired mercs. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was to establish him as an already awesome dude, but I feel like we were already there. They didn't need to do that. Yeah, we pretty much knew that at that point in the film. I, I don't know, Mike. I think this is a miss, personally. It's not a terrible movie, but I, I was just bored, man. I'll be honest. I was I was bored. I wanted more. Did you fall asleep in your in your uh, your recliner, Matt? In, in your uh, uh, was it Lazy Boy? Yeah. Your, your I can't watch movies lazy in the boy. Lazy Boy, dude. It doesn't matter if I love the movie or I hate the movie. I fall asleep, so I have to sit on the couch. <laughs> Alexa, don't let me fall asleep. Dude, seriously, like, even during the day, it'll be like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on, like, maybe a Saturday that I have 15, 20 minutes to sit down and watch TV. If I get in the Lazy Boy and pop up the feet and lean back, that's it. It's over. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Yeah. Well. Broad daylight with the windows open. It's bright as shit in there. That's it. That's how amazing that lazy boy is. Wow. It's like curling up in God's hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay, man. I guess uh, we'll move on from that, man. Um, do you have anything else to talk about? I, I, Sorry for distracting everybody about your lazy boy. Yeah, lazy boy needs to sponsor me in life. Although I don't ever plan on buying another one unless this one takes a big dump. But I will have it forever. Mike, you need to get one. Although you don't have a problem falling asleep anywhere. Like you could literally be driving down the road in like rush hour, not even rush hour, like 90 miles an hour at like noon and just fall asleep. And you'd probably be okay. Uh, it's not quite like that, but yes, I can sleep fairly fast in most situations. Yeah, I think you have a level of narcolepsy, Mike. <laughs> there is there is a chance. There is a little bit of a chance. <laughs> Carb overload, maybe? No. You don't, you don't eat many carbs, I don't think. I don't know. I don't watch what you eat. You're 0069. You're always on the road murdering with six. Yes, and watching my carbs. And watching your carbs. You got to have them abs. You know, ask Chris Evans. You know, it's all about the carrots and the celery, no carbs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, all right, fine. Mike, what movie do you want to watch next week? Um, I'm just waiting to hear from you, dude. What do you What do you want to watch? I know what you want to watch, Mike. And do you want to go watch it? It's. I'm waiting for you, Matt, to let me know. Fine, Mike. We are going to go watch the new Brad Pitt film in the theaters, Bullet Train. That looks like a great movie, Matt. Yeah. So I'm I'm voting this one as yours again. So I'm going to pick again next week, just for <laughs> you. Okay. All right. No, I'm not going to do that. I want to see Bullet Train. It looks really good. The, at least the trailers make it look really good. It might be absolute hot garbage, but the cast looks amazing. It looks like a lot of fun. It's another action movie. It's uh, not a spy movie, but it is an assassin movie. So, geez, dude, that's like three action spy assassin CIA type movies in a row. That is. That is, dude. Um, 
I don't know. I guess they're all just coming out. A lot, a lot of spying going on. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, I'm excited for this one, man. I, rumors are this might be Brad Pitt's last film. I hope not. I really hope not. But he keeps talking about hanging it up. Really? He seems pretty young to be hanging it up. I mean, obviously, it's not a money thing, but maybe he just doesn't want to do it anymore? Yeah, that's the rumor. Uh, Maybe he'll take some years off, and then he'll start becoming a director, and he'll pull a Clint Eastwood or something. Dude, I don't know, man. I I personally am a big fan of Brad Pitt. I, I don't know how he is off the screen, but I think he's a wonderful actor, just like Tom Cruise. Just like Billy Bob Thornton, Chris Evans, I think they're all very, very good actors, and I think it's great that we have so many really good actors right now. I, I don't want to see him retire because there's not a whole lot coming up the pike. You know, there's not a whole lot of young, really good actors, at least not from what I've seen yet. There's some pretty good ones, like the whole cast of like Nope. They got yeah. a future, man. They really do. Although um, the main guy, um, Daniel uh, Kaluuya. He's already yeah. won an Academy Award. I mean, dude, that's awesome. He he is amazing. He really is. Not to talk about the movie we reviewed last week, but anywho, Mike, next week, Bullet Train, only in theaters, Brad Pitt. Woo! Woo! How's that? Sounds good, man. Okay. So let's see. Who else is in it? I mean, there's a lot of people. Sandra Bullock. Michael oh, Shannon. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people. There's a I think there's people. a lot of like little guest stars and stuff. Oh, dude, Brian Tyree Henry. Love that dude. He is hilarious. Have you watched Atlanta at all on FX? I have not, but I've heard it's really good. It's very, very good. It's a weird ass show. Or let me put it this way it's turned into a really weird ass show, but it's very good. Very interesting. Very trippy. Oh, dude, the dude from uh, uh, Heroes. Like, Hero from Heroes is in it. Oh, there's all kinds of people, man. It's, like, ridiculous. Oh, I'm even more excited for it. Okay, all right, Mike. So let me get off that. Let me get out of Bullet Train. That's next week. Let me get out of Nope. That was last week. Mike, how many reels do you give the Gray Man? I'm just going to give it two and a half reels, man. I just, it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Son of a bitch, dude. <sighs> really? Not two? Not one and yeah, a half? Just two, two and a half, dude. What'd you give it, two dude? Two and a half. That's why I get upset, because we're turning into the same person, and we shouldn't be. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Sorry. No, I'll, I don't. Tr- it's just, I mean, it was an action movie. It was fun, but it was also very boring. I, I Chris Evans, honestly, was the saving grace of this movie. He was. He was really. I liked his character. I, I yeah. liked his character a lot. Yeah, he. I thought he did great. He honestly is the reason why I didn't go any lower than two and a half. Like, it was. I don't know. Uh, Billy. I think Billy Bob Thornton did well, but he was more of a uh, supporting supporting cast. You know, he was there. He was in there a lot. Oh fuck, dude! That one scene with the. Uh, we got to talk about that scene before we go. The de aging. No, dude, the the yanking out the nails. Oh yeah. Woo. Ouch. Ouchie. Yeah, yeah. I I I've seen that a lot in these spy movies. So. Yeah. It's just the go-to for spy thrillers. I guess I don't know, man. 
Uh, obviously, it'd be terrifying and t- t- horrible. See, there you go. More proof that Mike is 0069. Clearly, he's had it done to him, and he's done it to others. He's not faced by the the fingernails being pulled out with a pair of pliers. Just doesn't even care. Nope. Just another old day. At the, yeah, it's another Thursday. Just another Thursday. There you go. There you go, Mike. Reference in the film. All right. Okay, so I think that's it. I keep rambling on and on and on about random shit, and you need to go to bed because you're got to go to Prague tomorrow and assassinate someone, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, did you notice all these movies take place in Prague? Like, tons of them. And I think it must be just cheap to film there. And it's a pretty place. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I should ask my buddy that's over there. But I don't know. I try and talk to him every now and then, but he's a busy dude. You know, just like everybody now. You got yeah. this. Well, you're, you got that. you're you're a busy dude. You you know got to hustle. Yeah, I'll sleep so, when I'm dead. Yeah, you gotta sell them houses. Well, I keep trying to tell people shit's going down. You know, at least here, everything's slowing down. Everything's grinding to a halt. I gotta have something to live on for a while because I mean I might have a whole lot of time off, and you need money to have time off in my world. That's true. So, anyways, all right, Mike. Do your thing so you can go to bed and dream about dad jokes. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook or Meta or whatever they call it anymore. And, uh, you know, go out there, stream a movie. Go watch a movie at the theater. And uh, thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast in studio with me this morning on Magic 99.1. Where's my money? <laughs> it's still in the in the gas tank. Cat got your tongue. It's it's the money that I had to use to get back from the devastating, unremarkable loss. Well, where yeah. the refs played a factor. Of course they did. Year. Of course Again. they did. I picked the Wranglers to win in the Western Conference Championship game, and Matt picked the Rattlers. And the Rattlers, they were a safe bet, but you lost. Hey, you know, I can't go against the team that, <laughs> that pays you me for. to be there. I get it. I so. get it. Well, what a game. And, you know, 52 to 51, right? Yes. yes. And what's funny is what's that funny? Um, the instant I walked through the arena, everybody, including the Rattlers fans and the Wranglers fans that I know, yeah. um, and Rattlers um, staff, yeah. I'll put it that way, Yeah. Uh, and pl- r- players all asked me who am I rooting for because they bet. all know that I'm from Prescott. Right, so. right, right. Okay, well... I won't give you too much grief. Just pay up when you can. You know okay. what? I'll keep your paycheck from this week's. Perfect. Um, yeah. From you know this what? week's appearances on my show. Double it. <laughs> and you can have it. Uh, he works for free. Okay. So anyhow, <laughs> let's talk about The Gray Man. I watched it this weekend. Okay. Uh, what did you think about it? Well, I want to hear what you thought. No, first. I want to hear what you thought. <laughs> I thought it was two hours of just jam-packed action. Not a whole lot of story. Um, I was thrilled that they had some um, high-profile women in the show that kept their clothes on the entire movie. I was disappointed in that, I personally. I bet you were. 
you and my husband both. But that never happens in uh, high action films like that. Well, I, think. I was also disappointed Chris Evans kept his shirt on. Well, yeah. And I, mean, and... I was disappointed. They're rolling around in water and everything. And nope, the shirt stays on. Yep, what, what's yep. going on here? I can't wait to hear what your mother thought about that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was, a, it was a guy flick. Definitely a guy flick. It was fine. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll say okay. The yeah. first hour really dragged. Yes. Um, build up, boring, right. slow. Right. Uh, for, they, for high action. For, yeah. It, you know? it was really long. Um, it was directed by the Russo brothers, who famously have done a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Mm-hmm. I expected more from them because I think they also were part of the screenplay. They're not part of the original source material because it's from a book. Okay. But uh, I like the concept. I like the story. I wish there was a little bit more backstory to it. Right. Um, I wish there was a little bit more. Or scenes like the opening scene we got where they're in a foreign country and they're, you know, that's the spy stuff. It really mm-hmm. wasn't spy stuff after that. It was You're more right. just full on action and they sold it as a spy thriller mm-hmm. and it really kind of wasn't. It was just an action movie. And exactly. That's I how liked, I felt. Yay. I, I liked seeing Captain America as a villain. Yeah. That was fun. See, and I wasn't sure which one he was because I've never seen Captain America. <laughs> I All texted right. Matt and I'm like, is this a Marvel movie? Because if it is, I'm not going to watch it. All right. Well, I'm out then. <laughs> No. You're out. You're out. All right. Well, should we give your mother a call? How many reels are you going to give it first? How many reel? How many microphones are you going to give gonna it? I'm going to give it. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. So two, two microphones. How many reels? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, we're yeah. on the same page. Ma Hinshaw's review coming up next on Magic. Hello. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw, Lisa, and Matt on Magic ninety nine point one calling. It's a very tired grandma here. (laughs) (laughs) No baby yet, huh? Matt just told us you're expecting a grandchild any second. Uh, I don't think the baby wants to be born. I think it's comfy where it is, and it's just, it's over the due date, and it's just not budging. (laughs) Not budging. You can hardly blame the baby, right? Well, No, I can't. It's like the rest of us in the family. We just want to sit in our nice, warm, cozy <laughs> recliners and just not go anywhere. Uh, well, I'm sure it'll eventually have to come out. So be patient, Mahinshaw. I'll try. Okay. 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 <laughs> Tell me, what did you think of the gray man? Well, um, fair to Midland, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw it, too. And Matt and I both agree. Wouldn't watch it again. No, there's, there was so much shooting. I mean, I lost head count. I started saying, okay, I'm going to ki- count, you know, how many people got shot. And right. then I said, oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> the heck with it. Can you count that high, Mom? <laughs> what? Can you count that high, Mom? No. <laughs> I can't count that's that why, high. That's why she stopped. Yeah. She yeah. runs out of fingers and toes at right. around 23 or so. Then I'm, <laughs> then I'm ruined. The, after that, I'm sunk. Car chase, yeah. Yeah. And if you love a lot of shooting, uh Go for it, but right. I would I wouldn't watch it again. No, no. no. Even no. though I love Chris and Ryan and then you know, but no. Yeah, <laughs> I am on the same page. I thought it was pretty cool that they had some women in uh, high profile positions. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah and uh, but there was no love interest, no love story, nope. no, nothing for women at all. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Okay, so tell me, uh, how many cookies are you gonna give it? Oh, well, I'll be generous and give it a three oh. for those folk who wow. like it. Okay, very good. Were there any sleeps in the movie? Any? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The beginning. <laughs> the beginning. Okay. 
Well, uh, yeah, there wasn't any real bad shooting in the beginning. Right, right. Yeah, you fell asleep. God bless you, Mahinsha. Best of luck to you and the baby and your daughter. You. We can't wait to hear the, the news. Oh, boy. I can't wait either. <laughs> I, I can. We'll talk to you next Matt. Uh, I'll smack okay. him for you, Ma. <laughs> Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so what are you going to review this week? So I think you might have to go to the theater, Lisa. Yeah. We, I keep trying to get you to go Is to the Is it Elvis? I'll go see Elvis. I already saw Elvis. Oh. We already reviewed Elvis. Did we review Elvis? Well, I didn't come on the radio because oh, someone was right. on vacation was on for vacation. six years. Okay, I do want to see Elvis. What What should I go see? Well, definitely see Elvis if you haven't seen it yet. And it's yeah. still in the theaters. It's very good. Yeah, I want to see it. It really is. Okay. I, I don't remember what I rated. It was either four or four and a half. Okay. But uh, this week, a new Brad Pitt film is coming out. It oh. possibly will be his last one because he keeps talking about wanting to retire. Yes, but I saw the previews on television and it doesn't look good. It looks amazing. What are you talking uh, okay. about? All right. We'll talk about it next Bullet week. Train. <laughs> It's bullet called train. Bullet Train. It's yep. an action thriller that takes place in Japan all on a bullet train. Yeah. And okay. assassins and a suitcase. And it looks like what this movie should have been. Should have been. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll see. Hey, you guys, check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Maddie, thanks for coming in on what station? <laughs> I was going to say, you're all right there. You <clears throat> no, almost choked I'm not. on I'm not. <laughs> saying the magnificent magic 99.1.